Thanks for tuning in to the New Life South Coast podcast. We want to extend an invitation to sit in live with us during our weekend service. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message inspires you, but also challenges you in your walk with God. For more information, visit our website at newlifesouthcoast.com. Now here's Pastor Marco with an encouraging word. Today we want to um, talk about this important season for us. We call this crew season. Started this week. How many of you guys have signed up for a crew? How many of you guys are in a crew? Really excited because this is uh, a very critical component of our church. We want everyone to be connected. We want everyone to find a community within the community. You know, as, as we grow bigger, uh, we, want, so we want to grow smaller. And the way we do that is through our crews, which is our small groups. And starting tomorrow, we have 57 small groups starting all over the place. So today, we want to talk a little bit about the importance of crews. And why, why is it so important to us that you belong to a crew? And we hope that by the time this day is over, that you would feel like, I also want to be in a crew. Our goal is to see all of you connected somewhere. Because we don't want someone to just come in and be a face in the crowd. Amen? So I invited some people to come and help us talk through what it means to be in a crew and what it means to, uh, to join and, and be part of something bigger than all of us. Amen? Amen? So can you help me welcome these guys for being willing to be up here? So I thought we could start by introducing yourselves. Tell us your name and tell us what was your favorite cartoon growing up? Because there's something about a cartoon that tells me who you are, okay? So, so let, let's, let's go around and tell me your name and your favorite cartoon growing up. I'll stop. So I'm, I'm Richie, and uh, favorite cartoon was probably the uh, Ninja Turtles. Hi, I'm Monica, and my favorite cartoon was the Rugrats. You are young. <laughs> Hey, I'm Carter. Uh, My favorite cartoon was probably Spongebob. I regret having you up here already. Hi, my name is Kofo, and mine was probably Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really rethinking my decision now. My favorite cartoon was Ben and Jerry. You mean Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. We'll pray for you. I got ice cream on my mind. That's my favorite cartoon, eating ice cream. That's, that's what I like. Very important question. Who's going to win tonight? The Patriots. I got, I got Rams. You got the Rams? No, I'm just playing. Shut his mic off. There's always a Judas. Um, What's your, what's your prediction? What's your score prediction? I'm going to take Patriots 34-24 and Sporting 2-1. Uh, I don't think they heard the last score. I can repeat it. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that part. Uh. Um, because I don't know anything about football, I'm just going to ditto what my husband said. Because that's what wives do. That's what wives do. All right, I'm not going to comment on that. Um, I got 28-24 Pats. I'm going to go 31-15. That's a confident score. You know, we're coming out of 
21 days of prayer and fasting, right? We, we like to start the year that way to kind of help us focus and gear up for the year. What's, what's Jesus teaching you guys individually? And you can jump in at any moment. Does, we don't have to go in order. Just, just feel free to jump in. What's, what's Jesus teaching you? I would say in this season, God, it was pretty blunt. He was just teaching me how to be quiet and kind of not give my opinion before I ask him stuff. So to trust his timing and be quiet and let him speak. That was what I got. I know for me it was um, just really increasing trust um, in in God, but also um, really a sense of contentment. Um, not to the degree of complacency, but to the, to the degree of, of being content with the blessings I already do have, um, and not always planning and looking forward and, and, and trying to get more and more of this, that, everything else, but just being really content with, with what's the here and the now. If you would have asked me this question about a month ago, I would have said patience, but I didn't know that God was preparing me for this season right now um, of just being still. If you know me, I don't like to be idle. Um, so the part of being still, the, the painful silence, um, God's definitely working through that. And even though I think nothing is happening, God is definitely having something happen. So that patience kind of got me ready for this season of just being still. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. For me, I think it was uh, just embracing grace and knowing that my relationship with God doesn't have anything to do with my strengths or my weaknesses. Um, but it's really just on who he is. And the more that I think about who he is, um, the more I'm, I get that feeling that we're, we're good. Um, so just embracing grace and not um, trying to do it on my own. Awesome. What role does a church community play in your life? Again, anyone can just jump in. We don't have to go in order. Well, um, that's a loaded question. Um, so for me, it's definitely, the, the church is my family. Um, it's bolstered our relationship as husband and wife. It's made us stronger, and then myself individually. Um, if I had to use it, like, metaphorically speaking, I would think, like, it's almost when you go to the optometrist and, like, better one, better two. Like, life without the church was that, you know, that one, and then you can see better with the better two almost. So, um, and you need your glasses all the time, so it's not just a Sunday thing. So. I would have to say the church for me, um, particularly grew up in a Pentecostal church, came to New Life, but the church has been become like that second family. Um, it's really the reason why I can probably say I'm still here, because if I didn't get connected, if I wasn't plugged in, I would just be on the surface, just just floating around, but the church for me has really kind of been that anchoring point for my life where if I need advice, I'm going to the church. I'm yeah. going to people that are, are grounded in God. So yeah. I can really say like the church has literally been everything. Yeah. Anything I needed, it's founded in someone somewhere, but it's always connected to the church. Yeah. I think for me, uh, the biggest role the church played is probably growth. Um, not just spiritually, but um, mentally, emotionally, if you guys serve, sometimes physically, um, and just served as a lot of role models that I can look up to, especially the men, um, and showing uh, what to do and, and how I want to live and how I want to grow to be a better person, a better man of God. So definitely growth. In, 
and for me, the um, you know the church is definitely it's home, um, it's family, it's it's the second family that that I have, and it's basically you know a place that I can come that is always open, always welcome, um, where I can you know explore this this thing life and and really you know walk arm in arm with with people that are doing it with me and are going to be there to support me, be around me, and where I can be that person to somebody else as well. You guys, um, you guys had a, a unique experience of how you became part of this church family. Can you talk to us about that? Like how it all started and who you got connected with and, and how you got here? It's actually about Cruz, so it's a very nice transition. Um, <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Um, so we had, um, we've, we're friends with Jen and Bam Bam Sam. Oh, good, he's not here. <laughs> um, so we're, we are really good friends with them, and they kind of like just drop, kept dropping that seed for us. Um, and it was always just kind of in the back of our minds. It wasn't until um, one day I've struggled with anxiety for a lot of my life, and uh, I was just in a really dark place in my life. So finally one day I was like, we're going to go to church. And he said, why? I said, why not? You can come if you want, um, but you don't have to. So being the submissive husband that he is, he came with me. And here we are. <laughs> so, but from that moment, it was genuine love, family. Um, and we were only here two weeks, and we jumped into crew. Yeah, our second week, we jumped into crew. Crew season had already started, um, and we just jumped right in. So it seems like you came reluctantly, right? But yes. What, what, so what made you stay? Outside of being submissive. Well, you know, I've been in church, you know, all my life as far as the religious part of it. Um, But, you know, never having that relationship piece. Um, And church was always something that you go to, you, you know, punch in, punch out. And it was a means of getting out of the house to go to breakfast or whatever it may be. Um, So, you know, when I came here, it was very different that first day. Sam had me walking around introducing me to everyone. And it was um, just the, the welcoming feeling and just being, you know, a part of something that was greater than myself was, was evident just from that, that very first day. Um, and, and really, I think a, a big sense of that came from the fact that I was comfortable, that, you know, it, it didn't feel like just a, a church thing anymore. It became more of a God thing. Um, and, and it became more of that relationship that was starting to grow rather than just I, I, I was going because I felt like I had to. I was going because I wanted to. Yeah. Um, and that changed everything. Yeah. And I knew it was real when he came without me. Oh, hello. <laughs> and can I also add, the church is, the church is awesome, but like as a young person, I can just say my best friends are in the church. Yeah. When I can say like the people that I want to grow old with, that they're in the church. <laughs> and yeah. That's just so great that the church can offer that. So if you want best friends, like, just come to church. <laughs> like, you'll find solid people. They're free. Did you say for free? <laughs> yeah. People buy friends these days? <laughs> but you, you two have, you've had the experience of being in crew and running crews. Why, why, why is that so important to you as, as young people? Not that they're old, but I'm just... You know. <laughs> yeah, I... I, I started leading crew when I was 17, so, and for me, it was a unique experience because I felt, wow, these are literally, like, my age mates, like, what do I have to give, but God 
poured in something into me where I was, people looked up to me and to be able to have a crew where you're doing life with people but also knowing, okay, wow, like they're going to say, like two, three years later, I'm coming back and they're saying, wow, Kofo, like you really changed something in my life. So with crew, leading a crew with young people, like my, my heart is young people. So, so it, was, it was a great opportunity to just pour out and give something, knowing it's got to be generational. Okay, maybe not now they're getting it, but they're going to get it in two, three years and just keep sewing and sewing. Okay, knucklehead, get it together. But it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come. So it was cool. Yeah. I know for me, um, why I love crews and why I think they're important is because uh, people matter. And so when I was in a crew, I remember... Uh, it was just friendship. Like, it wasn't, like, a thing where, like, someone was preaching at me or anything. It was, like, we just got together and we just all had fun and we were making jokes and laughing. Um, But then we also grew together, and that was really cool. And I think um, paying it forward and and leading a crew has been cool because, like Kofo said, you get to walk with people. Um, And sometimes it's a fast process and other times it's a slow process. Um, But no matter what, you're planting seeds. And um, you get to see the growth later on, and I love that. Talk about um, a unique crew experience that has shaped you for the better? Like, let's get specific. Like, what was some unique crew experience you've had that has shaped your journey? Yeah, I'd, I'd say for me, it was um, definitely my first crew. Um, like Monica said, we were in the church for two sessions. Um, we, we only came, and Jen and Sam, it was at their house, and they're like, no, you got to come. You know, we're, we're starting off this, this new thing called a cruise, and, and in all honesty, I wanted no part of it. Um, I, I thought, that's not for me. Um, you know, for sure, that's for people that have been in church a long time. I'm just a rookie. I'm not, that's for the veterans. Um, you know, so I was just, honestly, you know, I was going to be afraid of insecurities and, and the fact that, you know, if they're going to be able to throw out biblical verses, I'm going to be completely lost. Um, but that changed when Monica said, no, we're going. So <laughs> we went. My point proven. Um, you know, and so I... I still remember day one when I got there, um, you know, uncomfortable, sat in the back corner, and I thought, for sure, all right, I'm just going to check this thing out and watch this thing. And um, sure enough, the crew leader decides to sit right next to me. Um, so, so much for being, you know, kind of under the radar at that point. And, you know, really from then on, it just, it just grew. Um, and it became just so much more than, than just a crew. It, you know, still to this day, we still do life with a lot of the, the initial people in that crew. Um, we've just grown through the church together and, and just they became people that we can always go to for questions, advice, leadership, whatever it may be. Um, and, and really during that season, it was just a matter of going from completely uncomfortable to wanting more of it. Um, you know, it was sad when crew season ended at the time, and, but the relationships were already formed. Um, we were able to go deeper. We were able to get more out of it. And it was just, you know, I can't express, like, for someone that is scared of crews or never done it before, trust me, it is, it, it's an experience to have. And, you know, I would want it for everybody. Same question. I go on, yeah. Um, I remember a crew experience that sticks out for me is uh, one time we met at this, I think it was a brood awakening we'd meet at. 
um, and I was with, uh, I was in a crew with a bunch of guys and Elijah, the worship leader was actually in it. And what stuck out to me is after the crew was over, we all went over Elijah's apartment. Uh, it was the ledges when he was over at the Bible college we have in Smithfield. And, uh, I remember we were just all hanging out and laughing. It broke down a, a lot of the barriers I had in my mind about like Christian guys and fitting in and stuff like that. I remember, uh, we we're talking about, you know, girls and stuff like that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, Christians talk about girls and Elijah at the time. He was talking about Moriah, and, and I, I was like, bro, you think you think you can get that? And he's like, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> and uh, and we wrestled. I think there was wrestling going on, and um, <laughs> people were banging at the top because they were wrestling. And But at the end, I remember we all got together, and we were like, so what's your story? What's your story? And it was inspiring because we all shared our testimonies. And we all grew. And that's when I realized, I was like, man, these are the kinds of guys that I want to surround myself with. And, and that was the coolest part for me. I don't know how I feel about all that, Carter. Pray for me. I, how do you think we get married and have babies? I don't, they don't come from heaven, you know. I would have to say um, one of my first experiences with crew, um, I joined a crew from Mabel Damaris back in Smithfield, and joining her crew, and she kind of just took me under her wing and took me in, but I remember a particular crew where she just spoke this word over kind of a believe in yourself type type word, and for some reason I always stick back to that word because I was just this like little 15-year-old girl that came to this huge church, but... Being in a crew, knowing, okay, someone else believes in me, that sparked something in me where I'm like, wow, yeah, I can believe with, about myself. And, yeah, you do have something to offer. So being in that crew and being surrounded by other girls and other women that believed in you, it was like a cyclical yeah. effect where, okay, now I'm believing in myself, and now people that get around me are believing in themselves. But, yeah. So that's the effect I've seen from that, that crew. Hey. I just want to say something about Kofel's story that's really powerful is the fact that you came in, you were 15, right? And it was you and all your, your, your sisters, all four of you. And I remember your dad saying to me, we met, and he goes, I'm bringing my girls here. Because I was a youth pastor back then. He's like, I'm trusting you with my girls. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, what a responsibility. And to see now, years later, how all of you are serving. All of you are doing exactly what God has called you to do. That's the power of a local church and, and being rooted. You know, your, your sister came and built that website from scratch, you know, basically. You know, your other sister is a genius and she's in a master's program right now. She's out in Georgia doing her double master's. I'm yeah, like, unbelievable. a little achiever, like, want to yeah. boss everybody. <laughs> And then your other sister runs one of the ministries in, in Smithfield, so it's really cool to see like what happens when you immerse yourself in a community and what God can do. And I thank God for that, you know. And she's single. Um, just <laughs> Carter, she's single. Okay. <laughs> if you want to talk about girls, we, we can talk Got about it. girls. Okay, I just ruined Carter's entire morning. Carter, I'll save you. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about um, the 
the challenges of either being in a crew or running a crew? What do you think some of the challenges are? Um, one of the challenges that I would say is, so when you lead a crew, you know, God puts the people that need to be in your crew um, every single time. Whoever needs to be there, he places there. So you're getting people wherever that wherever they're at, and I certainly know I don't have it all together. So, but the, the biggest challenge I would think is um, when when you commit to a crew, you really want to commit to it. You want to give it your all because what you put into it is what you'll get out of it. So sometimes when we have certain individuals that aren't committed or inconsistent, um, we don't get to foster those relationships as powerful. So. What I've done in turn is I've then had to reflect on that, and it's like, okay, Monica, so now you take that amongst yourself, and God will, you know, God put them there for a reason, so you need to reach out to them to see what it is, what else that they need, but you want to build that chemistry as a crew, so I would think that's one of the biggest challenges is sometimes like those inconsistencies, um, just because you want to do life together, so you don't want anyone to be left out. Yeah. Yeah, another challenge you can have with crews is just that tendency to want to bottle it in when you're at crew because you can be sitting with a group of people and everyone can be speaking but then you, you're, the little voice in your head can be saying oh I don't have to say anything or I don't have to speak up but it's that speaking up that really does make a difference where you can really connect to someone else and pastor always says it, it's that me too effect that it can have and so with crews um, get over that hump of just wanting to bottle it up and keep it in because that's really a challenge you can face I think it's. I think one of the challenges is fear. I think uh, a lot of people have fear to step out and join a crew, uh, fear of commitment. Like, do I do this? Because if I do this, this means that I can't be service anymore and be in my comfort zone. Um, for crew leaders, you know, there's a fear like to sometimes step into someone's life and am I going too far? Um, but I just say overcome it. I think I think fear is what holds us back a lot of times. But I'd say I'd say coming through and joining a crew is the first step um, to yeah. battling that. Yeah, definitely, definitely as attending crew, you know, getting over that fear factor of what's this going to be like? Is it, you know, is, am I holy enough to do this? But really it is, it's just a matter of like-minded individuals getting together and just praising God and, and kind of working through life together. Um, and, and as a, as a crew leader, one of the hard things, you know, that, that's challenging for it, it would be um, probably really realizing that I'm just there to foster um, kind of what God wants to do. I, I don't have an active role in, in regards to I need to make this work. God's going to make this work. Yeah. Um, so I just need to be you know, open mind, open heart with it, and just really come to the realization that I don't need to try. It's, it's just a matter of letting it work. You yeah. know? Awesome. What, um, what are your expectations for this season? You guys have been in cruise for a while. You're now you're running cruise. What, what are some of your expectations? Mine is to, with my crew, I have a crew, it's called Fervent Females, with, we're doing that book, so I just really want to go deeper and follow along with what Pastor has been saying, that 2019, like, let's not stay on the surface, and let's go deeper, let's know the Bible, let's know what God said, and, and really build deep friendships. That's really what my goal is. Awesome. My goal is just to have fun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my crew's going to be a lot of fun. I want to go to your crew, man. Yeah. Be there. We're going to have fun. No, but um, I'm running a crew. It's called Young Guns, and uh, it's specifically for, like, some of the young guys in the church, and, and that's the goal is just to foster friendships, and then, but also to grow. 
Um, and I think, you know, Jesus said, come follow me. Like, let's do life together. And that's the goal for my crew. It's not for me to, like, kind of, like, get you to do anything. Now, like, let's just go out after church is over. Let's have a good time. Let's play basketball. Let's drink coffee. Let's talk about who knows, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and, then, and then grow in the things of God and obviously grow closer to God. We know what's on your mind, Carla. We, we know. <laughs> you sure you don't want to change your name or your crew? From Young Guns to Young Bachelors? But we're here. Um, one of the things that I think I'm expectant for, so we're doing a co-ed crew um, on Levi Lesko's new book, I Declare War, and it's really just about like all the things that you battle in your life all the time. Um, so dissecting it together with a crew of people um, and just fostering friendships and making this big, beautiful church community a small, beautiful church community. Um, and secretly, I like to bake, so my crew people are my guinea pigs on my new stuff. I changed my mind, Carter. <laughs> think this is the crew for me. Yeah, for this crew season, um, you know, like Monica said, we're, we're kind of basing it off the book. And, um, you know, we want it to give us a chance to go a little bit deeper. Um, not so much on, you know, pastor's message every Sunday, but also as far as something that someone else may be going through and battling as far as, um, you know, really getting yourself out of the way and, and, and overcoming, you know, sort of, that fear that may hold you back from whatever it may be in life and, and, and kind of stepping out into what God has for you. Um, so I think it'll be definitely a, a rewarding thing just to kind of see, you know, see that work in people's lives and, and even in my own. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much. Um, not, not just for this. I'm grateful to have people like you that really take ownership of the church. And, and, and you guys all serve and you guys are all active and and a lot of people are here because of your influence. And so I just want to say thank you so much for being willing to be the church. You is the church. So can we thank God for them? Thank you, guys. I just want to um, conclude today by just saying this, that, you know, when you, when you look at scriptures, from the beginning, God always emphasized community. You know, and you barely see the I focus in scriptures. It's always the we. You know, and every time you see the word you, it's usually plural. You know, in the beginning, God said, let us make man in our image of likeness. He said, let us, like Father, Son, Holy Spirit, their community. You know, and he said, we are going to build people into community. And then from the beginning, he said to Adam, it's not good for you to be alone. Right? right? I need you to make you a suitable helper. And then from there, they, they started the, the, the family unit. And, 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 and then you see the progression of that. Even when he said, I'm going to send my son Jesus, he said, it's going to come through a family. Right. You know? And so family is the heart of God. You know, he wants us to be connected. He wants us to be engrafted together. Yeah. And, and I know the battle for us in the Western society is that we emphasize a lot of me. You know, me, myself, and I. But in God's economy, it's about we. Yeah. It's about all of us. And, we, and life is better together. You know, I, I personally am a byproduct of Cruz because when I got saved, I was 20 years old. You know, and I was so grateful that God put me around some guys that I really needed in my life, you know, to keep me accountable, to keep me focused. Um, we got together so much. We didn't even know there was such a thing as cruise. It was just a natural thing. Like, we need to grow together. And I remember that summer when I got, I got saved Memorial Day weekend of 98. Showing my age here. Somebody. Hello. Um, 
20 years old, and I, I remember that whole entire summer, we were together every single day. I don't know how we did it. We all worked and found a way to be together to just really, we literally would just open the Bible, read, go verse by verse. So what do you think that means? What do you think that means? I think we created a bunch of cults. Um, <laughs> Because we were just trying to figure it out, like, how, how do we do this? And we, we would pray together. I remember one day, it was, I still remember this thing vividly. We were in one of my friend's house, one in the morning, coming out of a Bible study. And one of them said, man, it feels like we're modern-day disciples. And that stuck. We're like, that's our name. We're modern-day disciples. And that became our thing. And until this day, I'm in touch with those guys. And it's been uh, the reason, one of the main reasons why I believe I am where I am today. And so I just want to encourage you to take a chance. You know, I, I, I desire for you to just take a chance. If you go to a crew this week, you don't like it, well, try another one, right. you know. Um, you have three weeks to, to try to plug into a crew. And if you like a crew, our goal is that you stay with that crew. You know, this year our goal is to do three seasons, which means there's 52 weeks in a year. 30, 30 of, those se- of those weeks we want you to be in a crew with somebody so you can do life together. And if you happen to be, you know, excited about that crew by the end of this year, well, stay with that crew for the remainder of your life if you want to, you know. And then let's say you do a crew. You're like, man, I, I think there's something in me I want to give and you want to start a crew. We want you to start a crew. Our goal is that every season we'll have more and more crews. I, I desire is to keep the crew small. I like a crew to be no more than 12 people. Uh, I don't know where we got that from, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, we think we're so smart. Um, just 12 people, so it doesn't, we don't, no one gets lost in translation, you know. And so every, every season, we want to reproduce crews. We want to get to a point that everybody that comes to the church says, hey, I have a crew that I'm doing life with. Because it's impossible for one or two people to care for everybody in the church. It's just, it, 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 it can't happen. But if we're in a crew, you have people that pray for you. Where people that you know, look out for you. I love seeing stories of crews where they pull together and help someone through their struggles or sometimes financially I've seen crews come together and help someone in a situation if, if you have a loved one in, in, in the hospital your crew can go and visit them and, and bless them uh, when, you, when someone has a baby in a crew which is like every other week in this church family you know they make meals for them so it's, it's a beautiful thing to be part of a crew and I, and I want to highly encourage you guys to take a chance let's do life together amen would you stand with me as we're going to pray and close this morning Thanks for joining us today. If you want to connect with us, you can find us at newlifesouthcoast.com for any further information.